So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. We have a fantastic show lined up for you tonight because of the one and only Karen Ross, who is going to be joining us here in just a few moments. Before we bring her on, a real quick description. The Mind Body Business Show is a show that we had put together with you in mind, the entrepreneur, the business person looking to increase your sales, to increase your business, to scale, to find that one missing tip that can take your business to the next level. And I interview entrepreneurs, successful entrepreneurs from all over the world. Karen Ross is no exception. And I cannot wait to get into her big, beautiful mind and extract her strategies for success so that you can simply take notes during the show and then implement what you've learned from Karen herself. I cannot wait to share her amazing brilliance with you in just a moment. The Mind Body Business Show is about what I call the three pillars of success. And this came from studying only successful people for a period of about 10 years. And what I found were these three common traits kept bubbling to the top. And yes, they form the very title of this show. So mind being mindset. And what happened is to a person, these individuals that I studied all had a very powerful, positive, and most importantly, flexible mindset. Very important. And then body. This one was very simple to a person. They all took care of themselves, both through nutrition and through physical exercise and then business. So business is very multi, multi, multifaceted. Uh, what that means is these individuals had mastered the various skill sets that are necessary for one to build a successful business and then to take it to the next level and continue to scale it. What skill sets? Well, skill sets like marketing, systematizing, team building, leadership, sales. I could go on and on. And being an astute person watching or listening right now, you understand that to master any one skill by itself can take an exorbitant amount of time. The good news is you personally, and I learned this by uh, studying successful people, you don't have to master every one of these skill sets on your own. In fact, if you master just one of them, and it was one of those very few that I just mentioned, then you can leverage the others and you don't have to spend your time mastering all of them personally. You're going to dip your toes in every one of them, but you don't have to master them. And that one skill set, if you were to concentrate on it, is the skill set of leadership. Once you have mastered that, now you can bring in, and even in the process of mastering it, as you approach mastery, you can still bring in those who have mastered the skill sets that you have yet to or may never because of the sheer time involved in mastering any one. And so even if you don't have a, a, a team right now, get in the mode of leading yourself and learning how to cultivate a culture that will be meaningful and positive for your team. And there are many books written on the topic, and I highly recommend that you go get those. We'll give you a great resource to get some great books on leadership here in just a moment uh, and actually coming up very, very soon. So another great attribute I noticed with these very successful individuals is that to a person, they are also very avid readers of books. And so with that, I want to segue very, very quickly into a little segment I affectionately call bookmarks bookmarks born to read bookmarks ready steady read bookmarks brought to you by reachyourpeaklibrary.com yes there you see reachyourpeaklibrary.com and it is a site that my team i had my team build for you uh literally i know this is sound a little cheesy but it's true <laughs> Uh, and the, the reason is, is because I myself did not start reading voraciously until about the age of 47, which is going on 12 years ago. 
And so now you've all done the math. We got that out of the way. And that's what happened. I started reading and I realized, my gosh, I, this is life-changing. Uh, this is a life-changing habit. And so I did. I began reading. And what I then did was I started having my team add books as I vetted them. So not every book is included here into this one website, this one resource. Now, I want to be very clear. This is not for the purpose of making money, this website. It has links to Amazon, uh, each of the books. If you buy your books somewhere else, just go through this page. Find the title that jumps out to you. Find the one that has a description that speaks to you that you want to read next. And then get it wherever you get your book. It doesn't matter. This is just a resource for you to be able to take a look at where these books are and um, and what they are. And yes, there they are. And I'm seeing interesting things going on with the web page. That's okay. Uh, it'll look different to you. There won't be these white regions. And so go through there, find a book that looks you that really resonates with you. Click the buy here button, and it'll take you to Amazon. And you can choose what you uh, what form of uh, reading you like. I prefer Audible. Uh, that's my form. I didn't know. That's what's one of the reasons I didn't read for all those years until I was 47, uh, because it strained my eyes. I don't know the real reason. I just didn't like reading a physical piece of paper book or even on screen. But I can listen to them, and I have uh, since then very voraciously for a long period of time now. And so all these books are books I've personally read and vet. So that the purpose of this is so that you don't have to roll the dice and the odds of you getting a book that are that have a profound impact on your life, either business or personal, are greater because at least one other successful people has a person has vetted them uh, before you went to read it. So I recommend you go to reachyourpeaklibrary.com and a real quick word of advice while we're here. You're going to be hearing about resources, not necessarily from me, but from Karen Ross, who's coming on right after this little bit. And that is to instead of, you know, we're going to give you website addresses, maybe book titles and authors. So instead of succumbing to that desire to go and click away or type it in into a browser and go check things out while the show's going on, while Karen is speaking, rather than do that, I implore upon you to first write it down or instead write it down, I should say. And then after the show's over, go to visit these resources. And this one is no different. ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. Write it down. Don't go look at it. Just don't do that right now and go ahead and stay with us because here's the reason. The magic happens in the room. And I say this many times from stage, on speaking from stage, because there is a physical room. And I remember doing this in the beginning of my speaking career where I would see someone get up and walk out right when I know I'm getting to that juicy part because I'm, I'm doing the presentation. I know where the part is that's going to impact lives. And I would hate for that to happen for you, where you would just take your focus off for just that one moment when Karen Ross gives you that one golden nugget that could literally change your life forever. I would really hate for that to happen to you. So that's my soapbox moment. Please just take notes, write them down, write down the resources, visit them after the show, and pay attention to Karen throughout the show. Speaking of Karen, you know what time it is, don't you? I think it's time to bring her on right about now here we go let's welcome karen ross it's time for the guest expert spotlight savvy skillful professional adept trained big league qualified and there she is ladies and gentlemen yes it is the one it is the only karen ross welcome to the show karen how are you doing tonight I'm doing great, but I've got to live up to that buildup. My goodness, <laughs> that was quite something. I feel like I really have to come up with some golden nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, you know what's so interesting to me, and I think we're all the same, is that we possess some pretty amazing skills ourselves, and we don't think much of them because they're natural to us, and we don't think it's that big a deal to everyone else. I'll guarantee you, Karen, what you have to say tonight is going to definitely impact a lot of people positively, probably far more than you would ever dream. Uh, and just by knowing you from a brief moment, we talked once before the show. I remember that. And uh, you have a lot to bring. And I think everyone would be uh, very, um, they should definitely listen very closely to everything you have to say and hinge on every word, not to put any pressure on you, because I just know it's going to come out uh, as gold every Thank word. Thank you. Thank yes. you. You're very welcome. And to do a proper introduction, if you don't mind, I'd like to um, let people know a little bit about you, just a quick bio, 
and then we'll dive into the good stuff. Does that sound good? Sounds perfect. All right. So when people hear words like anxiety, overwhelm, scared, stuck, Karen is the person to call. She helps eliminate those words and the thoughts behind them to create freedom from emotional and mental pain through, I'm excited about this, hypnosis. Yes, Karen loves sharing how the mind works and how we can use it to make life easier, calmer, and healthier. As a radio show host, she interviewed experts renowned for presenting groundbreaking personal development ideas anyone could implement. Her practice provides a safe place for people to discover exactly what is causing their pain and move forward, often beyond their own expectations. All right, with that officially, formally, Karen Ross is on the Mind Body Business Show. Everyone, let's all give her that virtual clap and say, welcome, welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, we already have people coming on. Oh, here we go. Patty Lipstrew says, hi, Karen. I'm so grateful to be listening to you and Brian Kelly tonight. Welcome, Patty. So great to have you from YouTube. And then yes. Alicia Witzel said, me too. I hope <laughs> I said the last name. Great. Wonderful. So great to have you all on. And we love having comments during the show. So keep them coming. Questions, comments. Uh, and it's a very interactive and full immersion type of show. And, oh, I can't wait. So let's get into it, Karen. I want to uh, find out first and foremost... I love to start off with a question like this where, you know, you're, you're an entrepreneur, you've been in business for a while. You know that not every day is a perfect day. In fact, probably not a single day is a perfect day because uh, we're often faced with the daily things that happen in a business. I mean, you know, you have the, uh, you have the, the scheduled calls where people don't show up. You have the arduous tasks that you're not looking forward to. You have that customer that you just don't feel like talking to that day, all different kinds of things or marketing that needs to be done or things you don't like doing, but you keep going. And I wanted to know from you, Karen, what is happening when you get out of bed, when you wake up and you roll out of bed, what is going on in your big, beautiful brain when you know that all this is about to face you every single day, the next day, here it comes. What keeps you driven? What keeps you going? And, and wanting to serve people each and every single day, knowing all of these things are uh, lie ahead of you. Well, the key is in phrased in your question. And I think most anybody in uh, my business as a coach, as a therapist, as a hypnotherapist, the pat answer is I want to serve people. I love helping people. And, um, and it, it does, it sounds kind of trite, but it is the fundamental desire that I think most of us have. And you have that too, uh, that you wanna bring good information to people. You mentioned that uh, I was a radio show host. And so it's kind of interesting to be on the other side, <laughs> but I would interview authors of nonfiction books and they were always books that brought information to help people live better lives. And uh, that was always the goal. So I think we're those of us who feel compelled to be doing things to help people are kind of born with that. And um, fortunately, I think many of us are brought up uh, believing or, or being taught to believe by our parents that that's good. That's a good way to go through life. But I even get enjoyment out of doing little things that have nothing to do with my practice. Um, if I run into some information or a book or I might see something on TV and it just clicks, oh, so-and-so should know about that, you know. And I love making those kinds of connections. And um, so, so, yeah, I just, uh, I like being of service and I like uh, knowing that I might make a positive impact on someone's life. And, and you know, I've interviewed so many people over the years and you said it so eloquently and I can concisely give one definition for everything you just said. And that is entrepreneur. And it's, True. it's <laughs> entrepreneurs that I've interviewed and I've interviewed many on this show to a person. It's never about the money. The money is definitely a, dri a driving force, but the driving force is serving and helping others and there's so much joy and gratification that comes from doing that. And the fact that we can actually make a living doing that is just a blessing, you know, 
what do they call it icing on the cake <laughs> and uh you know what if what if we didn't need money what would you do karen would you do keep doing what you're doing right now oh gosh yeah i would do what i'm doing and um and i've thought about that i thought what if what if i were to what was it we had a billion dollar lottery last week or powerball or whatever it was <clears throat> and i thought what would it be like to win a billion dollars and uh, it's kind of fun to think about that a little bit and what the other thing i would do is i have several causes a handful of causes that are really meaningful to me and i would like to serve on those boards or uh, participate in some way that you know i've been around for a long time and i've i've done a lot of different things and i've worked with a lot of nonprofits in the past and uh, I think I can bring a lot of wisdom to the table. So yes, in addition to what I'm doing now, I, I would uh, get very involved with some causes that are important to me. I think that's a very powerful question to ask oneself is if I didn't have to worry about money, what would fill my cup? You know, we, a lot of us call that, what is my life's purpose? Um, mm -hmm. You know, when it, the rubber meets the road and, and many that are, that have taken the entrepreneurial path have a similar response to that, as you just stated. And that I think is that just further uh, exemplifies what it means to be an entrepreneur and those people that gravitate to being that. The interesting thing is, you know, the mainstream, the people that are not all that well versed with entrepreneurship, who have not been in our circle, so to speak, they get this conception or perception wherever it came from media. I don't know where, but, you know, it's a bunch of <clears throat> self-centered money mongering, uh, I just want money uh, type of people. And the interesting thing I found out is it couldn't be anything farther from the truth, especially, you know, when you talk about people that have wealth, many of them got their wealth by doing just what we're doing and serving people. And that just exemplifies and scales that amount of serving they get to do when they achieve that kind of wealth. So have, have you noticed anything along those lines or anything different than what I just described? No, I think you're right on. And I was going to add that I think it, is also the reason some people become an entrepreneur because working in a corporate world seldom do you have the opportunity to truly be at service uh the the bottom line is what is the most important thing and i i think a lot of people leave that world and become an entrepreneur so that they can be of service totally i i art one of those <laughs> came from corporate world and boy talk about not being fulfilled and i i just wasn't born to be an employee i wasn't born to work for anything yeah, yeah. But to, i get that for yeah, sure wasn't born to fulfill someone else's dreams we got uh we got a lot of people coming in and commenting i love this so great uh, a little earlier frank agent i hope I Agen, said that right. yeah I, I know frank he's got a great uh group out of ohio where he brings together people who fit the description that you and I have just been talking oh, about. Oh, oh. And that's the thing I noticed. I would go to a lot of networking events, seminars and things before all this craziness happened. And I felt that I was with family every single time. It's it, And these are people I've never met in my life. Mm -hmm. And it was just an overbearing feeling of this is home. You know, my, my family away from my family is just freaking awesome. And I, I just knew this was where I was meant to be. It was with these wonderful people. And Elena Lieberman says, Karen has been a great inspiration when she hosted her show and is amazing at actualizing her clients to be all they can be. I am so happy to be in the audience tonight. Ah, oh, my goodness. She's a, a wonderful friend and uh, very eloquent. <laughs> yes, I, that's obvious, huh? Yes, yeah, right, right. Cool. And then April Chavez says, so fun to think about what we would do with unlimited resources. Yes, I love to use the Secret to Money app. Ooh, I haven't heard of that one. That'll be a good one to look up. Um, that's fantastic. And Frank followed on with people driven by money hang with people driven by money. Entrepreneurs hang with entrepreneurs. Oh, yep. well said. Yes, well said. very much so. Very cool. Yeah. Thank you for that. All of you appreciate that. Very, very good. So, what drove you down this path, Karen? I mean, uh, you know, hypnosis, a lot of people would say, oh, that's a bunch of hocus pocus woo woo stuff and get away from me. And, you know, that was me, honestly. And we were talking about that before the show. 
uh, before I understood it. Uh, and, and typically that's where all of these nays naysayer attitudes come from is misunderstanding what it truly is. Uh, but what took you down this path to you know, basically face the scrutiny of so many people who don't know any better and actually put yourself out there to help people knowing that I don't care what everybody says, I'm still going to do this. What drove you to do this? Well, I look back at my background and I describe it as kind of a portfolio career. I've done so many different things over the years. And as you mentioned, I had a radio show for a number of years. And when that came to an end, I was really kind of floundering. I wasn't sure what I was meant to do next. So I hired a personal coach and um, coaching was just becoming more popular and people were starting to talk about hiring a personal coach for some direction and support. And we hadn't been working together very long that she suggested that I would make a good coach. And my initial reaction was, no, I don't think so. That doesn't interest me. And she said, well, do me a favor. Talk to five or six of your friends. Tell them that you're thinking of getting certified to be a coach and see what they say. And they all said, well, that's a no brainer. Of course, that's exactly what you should do. So I thought, okay, I guess I better pay attention. So I became certified to be a coach initially and I enjoyed it, but I didn't, I felt like there was something missing. And then about five or six years ago, I learned of the rapid transformational therapy, which is based on hypnosis. And I thought, oh my God, this is the missing piece. And when I understood how powerful it was in helping someone find the root cause of an issue that they've been dealing with for a long time and doing that through hypnosis, because well, I don't want to get off track because I really want to talk about the misconceptions about hypnosis. But anyway, to, to answer your question, that's when I, I made the um, addition of hypnosis to the coaching. But the hypnosis just accomplishes so much. It, it's really the best, the best, the fastest, and the longest lasting resolution to so many issues, including actual physical healing of pain and, and uh, various conditions. So um, I think that answers the question that it, it, I just see how powerful it is that it's important to me to keep doing that and, and bringing it to people and helping them heal. Yeah, and let, let's do that. Let's, let's tackle it head on. What are the misconceptions about hypnosis that we need to let people know about so they can be more open to this incredible, it's a science and it works. I am a, a certified hypnotherapist as well. Many people don't know that because I don't practice it as a business. I have CDs out with it. I know it works, but I wanna hear from you, uh, Karen, what are the misconceptions you've run across that are basically, uh, they're just things that people don't understand deeply about it? And what is the truth about hypnosis? Okay, very good. Yeah, and I always ask that question. If I do a presentation or uh, just having a one-on-one -on -one conversation and I always ask people, what do you know about hypnosis? Mm. I would say almost 90% of the time, they will say, well, only what I've seen on TV or in movies. Yes. Or when I was in college or high school, they brought in a hypno, hypno, hypnotist and uh, he brought people up on stage and made them look stupid. And uh, that's a certain kind of hypnosis. There's that stage hypnosis. And that's not at all what we're talking about here. But using hypnosis in, in the um, very positive way of creating emotional and, and physical and mental healing it just takes the brain in an alpha mode. I think most people have heard uh, that the brain enters different modes when you're asleep, when you're going to sleep and so on. And, and it's just a level down from being totally conscious. And what we do in hypnosis is we kind of put the conscious mind to sleep temporarily so that we can access the subconscious mind. And the subconscious mind is full of information. It's full of all of our beliefs, our understandings, our misunderstandings. So therefore, it provides just a wealth of information for us to work with. And in, when you're in hypnosis, 
you are simply in a state of deep, deep relaxation. I don't think I've ever done a session with somebody that when we finish, the first thing they say is, I don't know when I've ever been this relaxed. So that in itself <laughs> is, is a big plus for many people. But it is also a state where you have real full awareness, which we get through the subconscious mind. Something that many people are concerned about with hypnosis, and I will say more men than women, is I don't want to lose control. Mm. And nothing is further from the truth. You have total control when you're in hypnosis. And that may be the biggest misconception. And people will say things like, well, I, I don't want to get stuck in hypnosis and I can't get <laughs> You know, that, that just doesn't happen. And when we're doing a session, I always tell people, you know, if something happens that you have to take care of it, or um, maybe I do all my work on Zoom, so we might lose the connection. And they're afraid, well, what if we lose the connection and I'm stuck in hypnosis? <laughs> and, uh, and I don't mean to laugh because it, it, it's a serious concern to that individual until they understand that that is not what hypnosis does. It does not take someone to a place that they can't leave. Um, so uh, I, actually, if you don't mind, I have just a real short thing where people can kind of get a feel for hypnosis. Could we do that? Oh my God, I am ready to relax. <laughs> I'll tell you that. That is, uh, yes. Okay, okay. Oh, let's, let's let me get you it. front okay. and center and let's do okay. this right. Oh, so, this is a treat, everyone. I just, this is gonna be awesome. We're relaxed, have fun. Yeah, yeah, just this, this won't take very long, but just get very, very comfortable and just close your eyes. And just kind of move around a little bit so that you are able to release all of your muscles and just take a deep breath. Just take a deep breath, breathe in, breathe out. And I want you to picture standing at your kitchen counter and on the counter is a large, plump, bright yellow lemon. Sitting next to it is a cutting board and a very sharp knife. Now I want you to pick up the lemon with your non-dominant hand and place it on the cutting board. And when you pick it up, the lemon feels like it has some give. And that tells you that the lemon is just full of juice. So lay the lemon down on the cutting board and with that very sharp knife, Cut the lemon in half. And as you cut, juice from the lemon just oozes out onto the cutting board. So now pick up one half of the lemon, hold it up to your nose and breathe in the fresh, pure scent of lemon. Now most, if not all of us, will notice saliva forming in the back of our mouth. And even if you don't particularly like the scent of lemon, you're going to sense that saliva forming. So now just set the lemon down on the cutting board, step back. You probably feel like you want to take a big swallow. Then take a deep breath and just open your eyes. And I think we'll all agree there was no lemon no sharp knife, no cutting board. But if I could see everyone, I would ask you to raise your hand if you felt saliva forming in the back of your throat. And my guess is that everybody, yes. So what that tells us is how powerful our subconscious mind is. There was no lemon, there was no knife. And yet our mind is powerful enough to not only picture that, but then to have a physiological response. Yeah, and one of the things I love uh, to also bring up is all hypnosis is self-hypnosis in that, yeah, go ahead, you're nodding emphatically. Well, exactly, and I, I think I mentioned before, and I, I don't want to um, speak uh, 
negatively toward men, but men are the ones that really are more concerned about losing control, that, that part of it. So when I tell them, well, in the process, I'm going to teach you self-hypnosis, well, you can see the shift. You can see, you mean this is something I can do myself? And yes, it is. Absolutely, it is. And it's wonderful to have somebody like me guiding you um, and uh, go through the process that way. But it is absolutely something one can do. You know, we have athletes now that talk about visualization and uh, so many things that are uh, subconsciously mind-based. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're going into a state of self-hypnosis. And they're now just more open in talking about it. Yeah, and there's great examples of this that really bring it out to say this is real and it's not as crazy or woo-woo as, as we're led to believe by all the reasons you said before, the misconceptions. So one is like, how many times has one been driving down a road or a freeway Exactly, and, and they've missed their turnoff because their mind was somewhere else. They were in a state of self-hypnosis at that moment. And then the other part is how many of you have driven for a distance and all of a sudden you're home and you don't even remember all the turns yeah. and twists that you went to get there. That was another indication that you're it. So it's nothing crazy or out there. It happens every single day. And, and like Karen's saying, it, it's self-hypnosis. Well, and when we get totally engrossed in a movie, a TV show, or as you were talking about re, uh, listening to your books, that's a, that's a state of hypnosis, self-hypnosis. Um, I want to throw in here, because I think it's kind of interesting. I have just started doing some work with children. And at first, not really having been trained in that specifically, I was a little hesitant. And... Um, the, the first referral I was given was for a six-year-old little girl. And I thought, oh, I felt kind of nervous about it. But I reached out and found that there are some people who are specialists in uh, hypnosis with kids. So what I've learned is that children's subconscious mind is so much more open than ours. Our conscious mind has hijacked our subconscious mind. And our conscious mind just never shuts up. It's always talking to us. And usually the messages are not great. <laughs> and, um, and kids don't have that happening yet. They still have their subconscious wide open and um, just learn that they are so open to the idea of hypnosis. Kids get kind of excited about it. And um, so that, that's an aspect that I, I want to do more study in, but I just find it absolutely fascinating. I, and same here, uh, in through my studies with neuro-linguistic programming, where hypnosis is a tool on the tool belt as well mm -hmm. of, of NLP. That was one thing we went over where typically ages one through seven are what are called the imprint stage, which is where they are open, like you're just saying, more open and not, they don't have these preconceived uh, yes or no attitudes based on what they've learned from their parents, from now their teachers as they go into grade school, where they keep saying no, 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 and this is right and that's wrong. And they're getting the outside influences up until that point. They haven't had that barrage and they still are formulating their own uh, realities, if we will, right. uh, based on what's going on around them, their environment. Right. I think one of the things that I, I learned um, is that kids, uh, they function from their subconscious mind like 75, 80% of the time. We just don't do that anymore at all. And, um, but like you say, then as time goes on between parents and teachers and whom, whoever else, uh, we, we tamper that down and it's unfortunate. Well, the good news is there are tools like hypnosis where, you know, our brains become programmed much like a, a computer and they run the same program over and over. You know, our beliefs are set and all this. And then we come in with hypnosis like that and NLP and things that can literally help you to reprogram your mind. And the beautiful thing is it's your 
mind. It wants nothing but the best for you. It's exactly. you. It's exactly. It's your subconscious mind, which is supremely powerful. It's like 90% of the power plant in your head compared to the 10% of the conscious brain. And to be able to tap into it, reprogram it for the better, it's immensely powerful. Um, and I can't imagine what kind of stories you might have, uh, Karen, uh, surrounding some of your clients over the past and the before and after. Uh, in fact, if you're open to doing that, what I'd love to do is bring up your website while we're talking about it and give you the opportunity to talk about who are your clients? You know, what kind of, who's your ideal client? What's your avatar? What kind of services do you provide? And then again, if you have a success story or two you'd like to share, uh, would love to hear that as well, if you don't okay. mind. Sure, no, I'd love to, love to. Um, well, I think all of us have probably heard somebody, maybe a good friend, a family member, just talking about some underlying anxiety, uh, could be uh, some stress around a life-changing situation that's taken place in their life, and just really feeling some underlying anxiety that they haven't been able to get rid of. And often you'll hear people say, I just feel stuck, and I can't quite put my finger on it. Well, I help them put their finger on it and find out just what is causing that underlying stress. And as you mentioned, so much of it is based on a belief that has been sitting there possibly since we were a child. And we now learn that it is a belief that hasn't served us. In fact, it's worked against us. So um, some of the people that I, watching my website scroll here, uh, one of the areas that came up was divorce recovery. I've worked with a number of people, I will say women, I'm certainly open to working with men, but it has been women that have been referred to me that have come through a very difficult divorce situation and just don't see their way to a new life. They don't even feel, in some cases, just don't even feel like there's a new life that they can create. So I help them see the situation in a different through a different lens and, and help them recreate their uh, or see a new future. Uh, chronic pain and neuropathy just uh, flashed by here. And I'll give you a really good example. I knew a woman who had uh, been through breast cancer and uh, treatment was successful. She was cancer free, felt good, had her energy back. And um, she said, the only thing is I was left with neuropathy. And the doctors said that that is often a byproduct of the type of chemotherapy she'd had. And I said, well, what, what did they tell you about that? She said, well, they said I'd probably have that the rest of my life. And I asked her if she was interested in trying something. I certainly couldn't make a guarantee, but was she willing to try? And let's just see if what we can do with that neuropathy. Well, by going through the hypnotherapy and then I create a personalized recording for the individual. And I ask that they listen to it every day for at least 21 days. And that's where the magic takes place. That's where those neurotransmitters change and new beliefs can be installed. And I'll just say that um, after about a month, she was neuropathy free. So whereas her doctors had said, you're probably gonna have this the rest of your life, that was not the case. So that to me was a, a, a wonderful uh, success story. And, and that lasted. I mean, it, it's not a short term. As I mentioned, hypnotherapy can be the, the fastest, but then the longest lasting um, mode of healing. And it's like taking wires on a computer, rewiring it. You're yeah. not going to undo the wires that have just been redone and they now operate in more great right, fashion. Right, right. So for those listening in layman's terms, what is neuropathy specifically? Neuropathy is a condition that uh, attacks um, certain nerve endings and they don't fire uh, correctly anymore. So People, I think it manifests somewhat differently, but most people feel numbness in their hands and their feet. Mm -hmm. And this particular woman that I was talking about, she had a, a new grandbaby. And she said, I don't feel comfortable walking around with him because I'm not always sure where my feet are going to land. Wow. I'm not always sure 
what my hands are doing. They, they lose a lot of sensation. Uh, so some people experience some pain, some burning. That isn't always the case. I think this individual, it was just the numbness. But to have that back, it, that is life-changing. It is. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's great, great news to discover you are cancer-free. And it's then you have all the other stuff to deal with of, you know, the process of getting you to be cancer-free can often be just as, if not more, damaging uh, to your body. And it's all about... Um, life you know like the quality of life quality of life sure and, you know it is comforting to know that that life-threatening disease is gone but now your life is diminished because of the treatments mm -hmm. that were so invasive and so brutal right uh, at right, times right. and i love that you're saying this because um my wife has gone through the same thing and i don't know if i'd say she has neuropathy specifically but um, I'd love to get her in touch with you for sure and have that chat and see what's going on uh, for sure. Because, you know, we only have this one life on this planet in our physical form and why not make the best of it? Uh, and why let any misconceptions get in our way, uh, worrying about maybe what other people think? Oh, I'm going to see hypnosis and then people will laugh at me. It's like, OK, let them laugh and you can live your best life ever. Which one do you want? <laughs> I did that, not so much talking about pain and, and uh, those kinds of conditions, but I had an interesting experience. I did a talk not too long ago and might've been 20, 25 people in the group. And when I asked that question, what do you know about hypnosis? One woman piped up and she said, I had all three of my babies under hypnosis. Mm. And then another woman piped up and she said, I had my daughter under hypnosis. And that was years ago. I mean, these were older women whose daughters or their children are now adults. And I, I you know, there's nothing better than getting that kind of an endorsement from, from the people you're speaking to. And you could see the reaction of the other people in the audience. Like, oh my God, you're kidding? <laughs> and, uh, and then there was another woman who had been a, a surgical nurse. And she recalled that there were a couple of people that were, I don't know if they were allergic or they just had a mental block against having anesthesia. And they had a hypnotherapist in the, in the OR and did surgery under hypnosis. So there are wow. just so, so many ways that it, it can be life-changing. And I really appreciate this opportunity to uh, correct so many of those misconceptions of people just seeing it as as stage hypnosis and uh, and that kind of thing, which just really puts a bad light on it. Uh, yeah, and it was in learning it and going through the process of becoming a hypnotherapist myself or hypnotherapy certified, I should say better, is that we would, you know, we would do this interactively in a group setting where one would play the role of the hip, hypno, hypnotherapist, the other would play the role of the patient, mm -hmm. if you will, and then we would swap. And I loved it when they say, we're going to do another exercise. I'm like, yes, because <laughs> I wanted to be the receiver. I, I wanted to be the one, the patient, because, oh my gosh, I was so loving being so relaxed all the time. <laughs> you, know, you got to the point where they had started to go through the induction. That's where they go through relaxing. Well, it's got to the point where you could just automatically go, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I, I listen, I worked with somebody. This was when I was still training and learning the hypnosis. And I had a, a good friend who agreed to be a guinea pig. And she did say to me, she's a very spiritual person. And, and, uh, and she said, now I have to warn you. She said, I go under really, really fast. And she <laughs> did what you just did. I mean, I barely got started and she was like, you know, and I thought, oh my God, what do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> and the cool thing is when you're in that state of being under, you're still aware of what's going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. And I should make it clear that you don't always, everybody doesn't go deep. And the same person may go deep sometimes and may be very light in a very light trance another time. And I say that often in the recordings that I make for people, that it really doesn't make any difference if you go very deep into trance or you're very, very light. That um, is supremely helpful, Karen, that you do that for those that haven't done it before or may not be sure. Because I remember when I first started doing it, 
I, I came back to the, the teacher, they got the instructor and said, I don't think it worked. They said, why? I said, I didn't fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone thinks you have to go to sleep and like literally sleep when they go sleep. Uh, do that. Uh, but you don't, you're yeah. never literally yeah. asleep that yeah. I've, I've been witnessed anyway. No, that's true. Very In true. fact, what they said was if you do fall asleep, it won't work. You have to be awake. You have to be able to receive the instruction that's being given. And so it made sense. I'm like, oh, okay. And that just alleviated like, oh, okay, now I can relax and know that whatever happens, as long as I am awake and I don't fall asleep, which I wasn't doing, uh -huh. I'm going to be good. I'm going to get the results I came for. This is awesome. And now, I, what you just said is true, but I want to add to that, though. When I give the recording to a client, um, I tell them that really the best time to listen is as they're going to sleep at night. Yes. Because uh, they can go to sleep and the subconscious mind still hears every word. Mm, that's great. Yeah. And oh, and it won't it'll it'll help them to go to sleep. I love it because it's so relaxing. Oh, we have so many comments. Oh, which one's oh, that's pick? wonderful. <laughs> Eli, I just stepped. He was just on this show uh, last week. Thanks, Karen Ross. Ah. Great to meet you indirectly. Thanks to Brian Kelly as well. Great to have you. Eli. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention for everyone here watching live right now, all you have to do is stay till the end, which is only in about 15 minutes, a little less than that. And you can enter to win a five night stay at a five star luxury resort compliments of reach your peak. And it is not one of those cheesy go there. They're going to take you to the basement, water drip, torch you into <laughs> I'm chair presentation. None of that. You are another guest in their eyes. They know no different that you got this trip complimentary. It's not the trip. It's the stay that is complimentary and it's legitimate. And I know because I have a personal friend who did this three times through this prize. Really? Came back raving about it. Wow. Locations from all over the world you can choose from. Don't miss it. Stick around. You'll get the information to enter to win right before we close out here in just a few minutes, uh, 15, like 12 minutes from now. So wanted to make sure I got that out there. Okay. Back to the comments. I got to get, there's some good ones in here. Uh, let's see. April Chavez says, I think of hypnosis as meditation with the direct intention to change patterns rapidly. That's Certainly like great. rapidly. And yeah. then she said, uh, before that, she said, Oh my gosh, it's such a fitting time to land on this show. My husband and I just enrolled in a hypnosis training today. Good job. Whoa. <laughs> And then uh, it, it talked about the lemon uh, exercise. Absolutely felt it. Yes. Oh, great. great. <laughs> I love that one. I was smiling when you started and you said, okay, and on the counter is a lemon. I said, I know where <laughs> this. this is great. Uh, let's see. LinkedIn user, don't know who it is, but said, brilliant. Karen, proud of you. That's and right. See, Thank you. I think it's a <clears throat> Karen brings wisdom and caring to this work. I'm having, I'm guessing they probably know you. We just don't know what their name is. And then Frank, again, said this is very interesting. So lots of great feedback. Uh, this is always telling to me, uh, you know, hypnosis, mindset, NLP, everything that's related to it always gets really powerful reaction and usually in a positive manner uh, because when it's presented in a way that takes away the, um, the misconceptions, you know, and right. takes away the theory and, and brings to it the truth and look, look, it's not, Woohoo, it's not magic, it's real, it works, it's simple. It's really simple in concept. And it, it's actually fun and wonderful to be on the receiving end, having a hypno hypnotherapist such as yourself take someone through. I, I mean, immediately as you're saying, close your eyes. Once you imagine <laughs> you're at your kitchen counter, I'm like, oh, I got a perfect <laughs> because that's what it's about, visualization, emotion, and setting you in that state. Uh, it was just like taking me back to that time. I was so happy. Oh, good. Thank you for that. I mean, if no one else says anything, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I was like, all right. I, I, I just took a nap. That was nice. <laughs> good, good. Oh, my goodness. So when it comes back to the business side of things, there's something I, I am so curious about. I am deeply, deeply curious about this with everyone I interview, uh, especially like yourself, the successful ones. And that is, you know, one of the, I would say not one of, the lifeblood of any business is marketing. You know, if if we can't get our business and our service in front of the eyeballs or the ears of people, which is a form of marketing, is getting the word out there in front of people, 
then what good is our business? And that includes referral marketing. That's our marketing uh, a, a strategy as well. And I'm curious for you. So Karen, what used to work, say 10, 15, 20 years ago, may not necessarily work that well today. And what's working today, most necessarily, probably won't work 10, 15, 20 years out in the future. But today, right now, for you, what would you say your number one go-to marketing method uh, would be, whether it be JV, partnerships, referral marketing, whether it be Facebook ads, whatever it happens to be, for you right now today, what have you found to be your number one go-to marketing strategy? Well, for me, I have uh, tended to kind of stay, in a sense, with what did work 10, 15 years ago, mm -hmm. that being building relationships. Yes. <laughs> and I'm sure that, uh, <clears throat> you know, maybe my business would be uh, bigger and greater if I were on Facebook every day. And I just can't bring myself to do, I just can't do it. Uh, I'm getting better about LinkedIn, um, but it's a stretch for me. And I really have to force myself to do it. But I thoroughly enjoy all the networking. I, I love what um, COVID brought to us in terms of Zoom and being, I've met some of the most wonderful people over the last couple of years. And um, I, I just enjoy it completely. And uh, some of those people I've been able to build a relationship with and it's resulted in referrals and uh, so that to me is, is my go-to. You just hit the ball out of the proverbial park, uh, Karen, because no one, you are the first one that I've interviewed in almost five years that said that. And cause I always bookend Good. typically <laughs> at the end, I say, and isn't it interesting of all the things that worked, that worked then that don't work now that may not work in the future. There is one that has been the stable one that works no matter what time frame you employ it in from way back to the 1920s to all the way forward to 20 whatever 20 way in the future it is what you just said one-on-one -on -one relationship marketing that what that does work it has worked and i think it always will i think so i think so and so i like i almost fell out of my chair like, <laughs> wow yes thank you um, well good the, one of the things that in this, you know, I'm an automation freak and I know. <laughs> 15, 20 years ago, that's what I relied on was mass emailing. It used to work. You know, now everyone's very uh, discerning. They want to see value first and, and that's fine. It's just the progression of a marketing strategy that no longer works and that's fine. But one thing I hated doing was one-on-one -on -one because to me, that's not efficient. I want to blast out thousands of emails one click of a of a button on the keyboard and it's gone and i make money now it's like i gotta spend time i gotta nurture relate i gotta say get to know somebody know like and trust learn uh, skills for building rapport come on that's just way too much time and effort but you know what it has withstood the test of time and is the number one go-to uh and i learned that the hard way over my years and and i love it this show is a perfect example of relationship marketing uh karen uh, you know there's a saying, you can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family. Have you heard that before? I have. I have bad news for you because you have just become family. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm, <laughs> it, it's my honor. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, you're, you're just a breath of fresh air. I love this conversation with you because I, I'm so happy that you get to be the vehicle to bring this topic to light and make it more understandable layman like so people understand it works it's not woo woo it's just states that you're in every single day and the misconceptions around it yeah all people see are the stage hypnosis where people are up on stage barking like a chicken and running around yeah. looking goofy and i saw one i could not believe this karen where the hip, the hypnotherapist the guy that up there the the stage performer was telling a young woman I could not believe this. It blew my mind. This is how you use hypnosis for wrong. He said, when you go home, the first man you run into as you're entering your home or getting close to it, that's the man you're going to have sex with tonight. Oh, my God. 
And Whoa. then he turns and he goes, I hope your boyfriend's somewhere out here because you better be the first one she sees. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. That is horrible. Oh, that, that, and you know, everyone, it was for comedic effect and everybody's laughing. Ah, ha, ha, but come on. That's no, I think that's horrible. the worst I've heard. That was. Yeah. And I, I just, I lost 100% respect for that guy at that very moment. Up until that was very entertaining, very fun. I knew it was stage hypnosis and all that, which it's, you know, it's, it's real too. Uh, and they have ways of picking people in the crowd they know are open to it and all that good stuff. There's an art to it, but to do that. Uh, yeah. So that's the thing. Hypnosis cannot, it can be used for bad purpose, uh, bad intent. And that's what we always say for anyone going and embarking on that, like April and her husband, you know, you want to take that oath of, I promise to use hypnosis for good always and to help not to uh, do the opposite. So there is that human element involved as well, just to be open and honest. I mean, would you agree with that, uh, Karen? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry that anybody did that. That's yeah. a terrible misuse. It shocked the holy you-know-what out of me. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Keep it clean. Oh, my goodness. I just looked at the clock. All right. So we got two things left to do here, Karen. I cannot believe uh, that's always a sign of a great show. And it's because of you, not because of me. Uh, Karen, because we're at the end already. I cannot believe it. I just looked. I looked. I thought I looked like I was in a state. I was in a transitive <laughs> you state. Were, you were yeah, self-hypnotized. Yes, I was in a trance for the last 15 minutes because I looked. And then we had 15 minutes to go last I looked. And I thought that was two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> so good job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> there we go. So I did promise one thing, and that is... Uh, to reveal to everyone how they can win a five-night state, a five-star luxury resort. And uh, we're going to do that here in just a moment. Uh, and also, I like to close every show out with one very profound question, Karen. It's something I did uh, on occasion, just not really thinking about it uh, over the years. And then I started realizing and recognizing the answers were very unique and profound over and over. And I thought, wow. And so I decided some time ago, it was probably two, three years ago, to close the show with that very same question every single time. So I hope you didn't look at a past show and know what's coming because that would just ruin the whole thing. I'm kidding. <laughs> fine. And the neat thing is it, it's very powerful, profound, and it can be personal. Uh, we'll get into that in a second. But before we do that, here is how you win a five-night uh, vacation state, a five-star luxury resort. Anywhere, literally anywhere in the world, you get to choose uh, from a wide variety of choices. Again, compliments or reach your peak. Get out a pen and paper. Do not go there now. I'm telling you, you do not want to miss this last question. Not the question, but Karen's answer. That's specifically what you don't want to miss. So Another buildup. Yes, isn't that cool? <laughs> so don't go anywhere, but do write this down. And after we sign off, we'll still be around and we'll be monitoring, looking for the entries. And uh, one person will be randomly chosen for this incredible prize. So here it is, I'm gonna put it on the screen. Only you that are watching this live can enter. We know what time we're doing this. We know when we get the entry. So if you're not watching live, you're listening to this on a recording, watching a recording, be sure to head over to themindbodybusinessshow.com. And as you scroll, you'll see buttons that say where and how to watch. Just click any one of those buttons. It'll jump you down to a registration form where you'll be given a hotel discount card just for opting in. And when you opt in, you're going to then get notification automatically the next time we air live. That way you can attend live and that way you can win this prize, enter to win this prize. But that is one great way to do it. And we don't sell anything to that list. I promise you the only thing you, you hear from us is we're going live in five minutes. Join us now. That's when you hear from us and what you hear from us. So go ahead and do that, themindbodybusinessshow.com and enter and register so you don't miss another amazing guest like Karen Ross. I mean, come on. All right, here it is. I didn't put it on the screen yet because I'm building that up now. Here it is, it is. You want to write this down, the URL to go. Oh, by the way, Karen Ross, just saying, uh, guest experts are also allowed to enter to win. Yes. Oh, cool. So go ahead and write this down, everyone. It's RYP, stands for Reach Your Peak. So it's RYP.IM forward slash vacation, all lowercase, very important, lowercase, no capitals, ryp.im forward slash vacation, enter to win. I cannot wait to see who that winner is. And if it is, Karen, just 
if she's the one who wins, just know it is random. It is a random uh, choice. Um, we have it run through a little program and it pulls up the winner and there is no, uh, what do they call it? Um, there's a word for it. We're not like uh, doing it just because she's our guest. I can't think of the word favor favoritism. That's it. There's no favoritism going on. All that being said, I kind of hope Karen does win if she enters. <laughs> she's been amazing and provided an immense amount of value. So we are finally there, Karen. The buildup is almost over. Ah, uh, this question. Here's here's a couple last things about it. Number one is there is absolutely no such thing as a wrong answer. It does not exist. And in, in fact, the exact opposite is the, the truth. And that is the only correct answer is yours. And that's because it is going to be unique to you. And that is all that makes it personal. So we're not getting into your knickers about your personal <laughs> life. That's it. It's going to be unique to you. And on top of that, no matter how long it takes you to retrieve that answer, it could be instantaneously or it could take several seconds. It could take a minute. Even that is 100% okay because it's your answer. It's perfect. Sound cool? Sure. Is the is the curiosity building up? Yeah, all? big time. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I did my job correctly. That's good to hear. All right, here we go. Everyone, you don't want to miss this. This is phenomenal. All right, Karen Ross, how do you define success? Mm. Well, for me, it's a sense of inner peace and um, I don't know, I almost feel like that encompasses everything. I think when we have a sense of inner peace, everything else just kind of falls in line, whether it's our career, our relationships. Uh, if we come to the table from a place of inner peace, um, we'll be okay. And I consider that success. Mm. And yet another absolutely, completely perfect answer. <laughs> because it was your answer. Here's the, it, this is incredibly interesting to me, Karen. I've asked that question now, I don't know how many times, I've lost count. No two answers have been identically the same yet. Really? Now that, that's surprising. And even more interesting is not a single answer was focused on financial gain or money. Mm. All this time, not one, because I think it's because the, the guests I have on this show are successful entrepreneurs who are not at a scarcity mindset. I don't know. Uh, there are mentions possibly of money, but it gives them the freedom to enjoy success so the money was a catalyst but it's not the focus uh, and that was just one or two that did that over all these years but not one had it as their primary focus it was always about serving others about different things inner peace um it, it wide and varied it's just amazing so i'm actually going to do a compilation book all of these have been recorded and transcribed if you're open to it i'd like to include you in that compilation book you can be a co-author we'll make it a bestseller international bestseller and get some more exposure for everyone involved. I don't know if you want that. Um, yeah, sure. No, that sounds, that sounds great. <laughs> yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. Uh, this has been an amazing, amazing show. 100% due to the fact that Miss Karen Ross has been our guest tonight. Cannot um, thank you enough, Karen. Thank you so much. You brought immense value. I knew it would happen. I guaranteed the, uh, the, the, the audience that this would happen and i just knew it would it, it happens every time so appreciate you i appreciate what you do please continue what you do and i want to talk to you after the show on the side and see if we can get uh, a certain someone to have a chat with you as well i would like to get that set up as as, as well so um, thank you well thank you brian i appreciate the opportunity and uh, thoroughly enjoy talking with you it's been oh. great and yes, and the pleasure has been all mine. And I, mm, same, same thing. Appreciate you. All right. On behalf of the amazing Karen Ross, I am your host, Brian Kelly of the Mind Body Business Show. Until we meet again, which is usually just a week from now, everyone, please do two things. Number one, go out and serve more people and do it and give them value. And number two, above all, please 
Be blessed, everyone. That's it for us. Take care for now. We'll see you next time. Good night. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com. My name is Brian Kelly.